98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. The foreign ministry hits back at criticism by several Western governments of the forced closure of the Apple Daily newspaper. Health officials have ordered anyone working at the airport to get toast tested for COVID. And the Chinese sales agent for BioNTech says it has signed a deal to provide 10 million coronavirus vaccines to Taiwan. The Foreign Ministry Office here has hit back at a group of Western governments for their joint statement on the forced closure of the pro-democracy Apple Daily newspaper last month. The government had frozen the media group's assets and arrested senior executives on national security charges. Natalie Ching has more. More than 20 members of the Media Freedom Coalition, including the United States, Britain, Germany and Australia, had expressed concern over the paper's closure, saying press freedom had been central to Hong Kong's success and reputation. But a spokesperson for the Office of the Commissioner of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs said the coalition didn't represent the majority of the international community. He accused Apple Daily, run by media mogul Jimmy Lai, of being a poisonous apple that had caused chaos in Hong Kong, while being disguised as media. The spokesman also said the Chinese people would fight back against further interference. Health officials have ordered anyone working at the airport to get tested for COVID. This comes after a 50-year-old airport worker contracted a mutant strain of the coronavirus from an unknown source. He tested preliminary positive yesterday, leading to an overnight lockdown of the Wong Tai Sen building where he lives. The Centre for Health Protection's Dr Chong Shuk Kwan said there was no direct link between this case and a previously confirmed infection of an airport worker. For all workers in the airport, they are they are considered as high risk because they may get into contact directly or indirectly with imported cases. So that's why we consider them to be high risk. Either they can get the infection from other undiagnosed cases or the imported cases. Therefore, we will require all the workers in the airport to, of course, we'll urge all of them to get vaccinated as soon as possible. But um, in the meantime, they should still uh, get tested. Shanghai Fosun Pharmaceutical, the Chinese sales agents for Germany's BioNTech, says it has signed a deal to provide 10 million COVID-19 jabs to Taiwan. The company has agreed to provide the vaccines via its Hong Kong subsidiary to Taiwanese chipmaker TSMC and the charity foundation of Terry Go. Mr Go is the billionaire founder of contract electronics maker Foxconn. Democratic Party Chairman Lo Kin Hei is the latest pro-democracy figure to quit as a district councillor, joining more than 150 others. The spate of resignations follows rumours that authorities will claw back salaries and allowances from councillors disqualified under new oath-taking laws. Mr Lo criticised the government for refusing to clarify its stance. I think that kind of uncertainty is a major constraint for me to carry out my community work. I don't want to be like being threatened for a very long time. I don't know when there will be other reasons to deal with the district councillors. So um, I think this is a clearer way for me uh, to head into the future. Police have seized drugs with a street value of more than $14 million from a hotel room in Hong Kong. The force warned that drug traffickers were taking advantage of immature young people over the summer holiday. A 17-year-old was arrested in the room where police found almost 7 kilos of heroin and 13 kilos of ketamine. Police said further investigation led them to a Chunwan factory building where three other suspects aged 16 to 20 were arrested.
Separately, a 39-year-old man has been arrested after being found with nearly a kilo of cocaine during a stop and search in Wong Tai Sin. The Social Welfare Employees Union has criticised the results of a four-year review into the government's funding mechanism for NGOs as not going far enough. The union says the government task force report failed to address frontline staff complaints that resources had been unevenly assigned under the lump sum grant subvention system. Its chief executive, Isaac Tsung, says frontline staff want salary starting points and pay increments to be in line with those of the civil service. Every organisation of the pay system is not transparency and not known by the employee and the social worker. They did not know that how their salary will be increment when I keep on working in this one organization. Take example, according to the information we gather from the Labor Department, the Tungwa Hospital, the starting point of the personal care worker is around 17,000 to 18,000. However, another organization, the starting point around is just 15,000. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. On the 60th anniversary of a friendship treaty between China and North Korea, Kim Jong-un and President Xi Jinping have exchanged messages promising greater cooperation. The North Korean news agency quoted Mr. Kim as saying their relationship was vital in the face of hostile foreign forces. Relations have fluctuated over the years due to Pyongyang's growing nuclear ambitions, but negotiations between North Korea and the US at a standstill, both sides have moved to strengthen their alliance. China has expressed anger at a decision by the United States to penalize more than a dozen Chinese companies for facilitating alleged human rights abuses in Xinjiang. Washington said they enabled what it called Beijing's campaign of repression, mass detention and surveillance. China said the U.S. decision amounted to unreasonable suppression of its companies. The British entrepreneur Richard Branson has taken off to fly to the edge of space. He's travelling on board his Virgin Galactic rocket plane on its first fully crewed test flight. It's due to climb 80 kilometres above the New Mexico desert in the US. Dr Bill Gutman is the company's director of aerospace operations. To think that this is now here finally reaching the point of commercialization where anybody who has the money and wants, has the desire can buy a ticket and go to space, that is truly special. It's going to be a game changer, I think, for space. Tickets will initially cost 250000 US dollars each. Richard Branson's fellow billionaire Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, is planning to fly aboard his own rocket ship later this month. Sport and no one knows what the result will be later of the Euro 2020 final in London between Italy and England. But one thing is certain. English football fans will be belting out the sporting anthem which has come to replace almost all others. The Neil Diamond song Sweet Caroline. Here's the BBC's Vincent O'Dowd. Reaching out. Neil Diamond recorded Sweet Caroline 52 years ago and it was a hit. Diamond was the composer, but the man who orchestrated it, adding horns and strings, was Charles Calello. And Charles also decided to add something which has helped make it huge with sports crowds. When I wrote the bomb, 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 it took me all of about four seconds. And it's probably the one piece of music that I've written in my life that most people will remember. It's an audience participation kind of a thing. 
Thousands of people have gone onto the streets of the Argentine capital, Buenos Aires, to celebrate the national football team's first major title for 28 years. Argentina beat their arch-rivals Brazil 1-0 in the final of the Copa America. Argentina's Angel Di Maria scored the only goal in the first half. The BBC's Tim Vickery reports. It's the world's oldest Continental Cup competition. It's been played since 1916. This was the 47th version, one of the most controversial being played in the middle of the pandemic. But it is the moment where Lionel Messi has finally won a senior title with Argentina. Argentina winning 1-0. Ironically, they scored 12 goals in the competition. The first 11 of them, Messi was involved in all of them. The only goal tonight, the goal that has won this title... It's the first goal in the competition that Messi didn't have a hand in and it's won him his first senior title. Tennis and Novak Djokovic is now playing Matteo Berrettini in the Wimbledon men's singles final. Berrettini won the first set in a tie break after being five games to two down. A short while ago, Djokovic was leading 5-4 in the second set with Berrettini saving three set points. And now the weather, it will be mainly fine, isolated showers tomorrow. Very hot during the day, temperatures will range between 28 and 34 degrees. Light to moderate southeasterly winds. The outlook persistently very hot with sunny periods in the following couple of days. A few showers in the latter part of this week. The temperature is currently 30 degrees and the humidity is at 82%. To end the news, the top stories once again. The foreign ministry hits back at criticism by several Western governments of the forced closure of the Apple Daily newspaper. Health officials have ordered anyone working at the airport to get tested for COVID. And the Chinese sales agent for BioNTech says it has signed a deal to provide 10 million coronavirus vaccines to Taiwan. The news from RTHK. And we're back. Radio 3. Where do we go from here? Where do we go? More requests coming in every moment. We're just letting this all happen organically. And we got one right here. Here's a little ELO. How about some last train to London for you, John? Yeah. 
go, sir. The last train to London. That's an oldie, but a goodie. I haven't pulled that one out in a while. Actually, these probably <laughs> years. Great tune. Got me in the mood for a little.